Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel O'Connor. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Wednesday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel here with Joel Elkanen and Dennis Dick on today's show. It's the continuation of yesterday's theme, which is the uh, rotation away from everything that worked uh, in March and April into everything that didn't. And what is what was loved is now hated. What was hated is now loved. We're seeing that again this morning. Uh, so we'll talk about just that rotation uh, and where we're seeing opportunities there. Uh, two guests on this show today. Our first guest is Christian Fomhertz from Tribeca Trade Group. He will join the show at 8.15. And then at 8.45, we'll be joined by a longtime listener, first-time caller of the program. If you want to, if you are, if you are a listener and you want to come on our show, email us premarket at benzinga.com and we will try to set that up. So uh, a lot to talk about today, Joel. I'll throw it to you. Give us an update. Uh, I guess they bought the dip on the overnight session. We did uh, match the overnight low at 83 and a half with 83 and a quarter. Blasted off to 30, 35-point even. That's our pre-market high. New high for the move. Now we're just hanging out that number we talked about yesterday, that March 6th high. That was uh, the high on one of the Fed move days. So kind of easy if you're long what to do. If you're short, you're jammed again. Uh, Mid-range on the session, 1950. We'll see what happens uh, if we give back what the gains that we have so far, give them back like we did yesterday. Crude in the red by 56, running in some sellers in the 34 handle. Gold down 1160. Uh, that's under four, under 1700 at 1694. Silver in the red by just about the same amount, 12.5 cents at 1747 and a half. Bitcoin up 400 at 9185. Let's in, uh, bring in Triple D, first of all, who uh, is that haircut from yesterday? Huh? It was two days. It was over the long weekend. I got nice. a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't go to my barber. Laura? Yeah, she did it. It's yeah. she, and you know what's funny? She said so. We she start, was trying to leave it longer, and then she kind of messed up the back, and she's like, <laughs> "Okay, I got to keep going now." So she basically said she gave me two haircuts, <laughs> and then she looks at me and she's like, "It looks perfect from the back." <laughs> so I don't know. What do you think? I like it. I like it. I mean, it's I mean, it's better than like your hair sticking up out of yeah, your microphone. It's a little everything. shorter than I like. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. like I'm uh, bald here. She's got her pretty short. But. Lisa's on uh, number two. Uh, we did number two, and we we ordered those clippers, man. So uh, I hope uh, Olga's not listening. I just uh, I may be done, and uh, just have Lisa do it. It's fun. She it cracks up, but short barbers. Yeah, yeah. Short, short. Is there a hair? Boy, yeah. Whoo. Are you, are you enlisting in the army? Oh, Canada doesn't have an army. Um, we have an army. I know yeah, it's short. The rotted, the, the <laughs> we knew police. if we got into trouble, we could just buzz her all off. And that's my pandemic hairdo. But, you know, it's a little bit shorter than I'd like. But it's, it's good. It's good. It feels comfortable. It's a nice summer haircut here. So, okay. Ready, have... ready to rock. It sits, you know, my headphones can sit on here. Good. Haircut's good. You probably had to tighten them up a little bit after. Yeah, I did. That's so much. Mom. I lost two pounds. Yeah. Just in the haircut. Uh, I, so I have a, a trivia question slash contest that Dennis and Spencer don't know the answer to. 
And uh, we'll give away a free trial to uh, Benzinga Pro for this. Free 30-day trial. Free 30-day trial. And I have, I have coined a name for this, this new market. What is it? Okay. So well, before I tell you what it is, you got to – there's – it's associated with a singer, okay? And night moves. Oh, that's an easy one. Well, you can't say it, Spencer. Oh, I can't say it. Okay. No. Nope. I actually know what. I, I know the song. One. I don't know who sings it. I was listening to that song like two days ago. Who sings it? Is anybody? Wait, we, we can't say it, apparently. Oh yeah, chat. Come on! If they have to Google this, then I'm going to be really disappointed. In fact, oh, we'll find one. I can't believe that. Uh, we got one. Aramis, is that right? What? Aramis is first. Oh, there we go. All right. All right. We got three people in this chat. Remember, there's a seven second delay. What chat? I can't. I can't okay. What chat so are you looking at? I see one. Well, three I, chats. Right. Here we go. I see Trader, yeah. Trader James. I see uh, Hematoma, and I see Aramis. Those are the three first responders in from, all of from our the chats. chats. From so the we're, chats. So, so email. Yeah. So Trader James. Uh, Hematoma and Aramis email us premarket at benzinga.com. If you already have a free trial, we can extend it for you. Uh, and good job. Bob Seeger is the answer. Yeah, and uh, everyone knows where he's from, of course. Of course. Right? Michigan. Yeah. Yes. Monroe? No, not Monroe. <laughs> we haven't done Monroe in a while, but uh, no Monroe stuff. But yeah, this is the yeah, Bob Seeger. This is the Bob Seeger market. Night moves, man. Just forget about it. Just forget about the it, day it, trade. It's a, such a great title for what this market has done, <laughs> and it is. It's all about the night moves. We've been talking about it on the show for about a week and a half here now. Overnight, they keep jacking this market up. And the same story yesterday. They jack it up. We start to leak during the day. We sell off into the close. What do they do? They buy it right back up overnight again. So if it is market manipulation, they are doing a fantastic job overnight. I've speculated that. I don't know if it's the government. I don't know what it is or who it is. But it seems like somebody's coming in the middle of the night and just buying the stock market continuously higher. And then we all follow suit. Just like lemmings, we all follow suit. And I mean, this is this market. And the rotation in this market is just absolutely incredible. And I do want to go into that for a sure, second. Sure, let's here do too. that. That's important. Uh, I'm going to read you a tweet from my friend uh, Mike here. He tweets at me last night. The Dow was up 529 points yesterday. Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, and Netflix were all down. Has that ever happened before? I do not know if that has ever happened. Not in a long time have we had the major market leaders not lead the way. What is leading the way is all of the stocks that we had for dead, that everybody had for dead. Combing the ditches of money managers, finding the stocks that haven't run. They are buying anything that hasn't run here now, and they are selling the leaders. It's the full-on reopening trade. We are selling the stocks. That's what the market is doing, and it's even doing it again here this morning. They are selling the stay-at-home stocks, and they are buying the go-out stocks. So the stocks that we're going to go out and we're going to reopen, and everything's going to go back to normal. That is what they are buying right now. Um, you saw it yesterday in the airlines, absolutely incredible moves. And you saw the opposite happen in stocks like Shopify, stocks like Amazon, stocks like, um, you know, even Apple, the trade came off a little bit. Where money had been hiding, take two. I own take two. Ooh, awful day. 
where money had been hiding, the gamers, all these stay-at-home stocks, the money flew out of those stocks yesterday and flew into the airlines and flew into the cruise ships and flew into Disney and flew into travel and flew into everything that they could possibly buy that hadn't run significantly higher. And you also, uh, you left out banks. The banks are getting love there too. Again, they fit the bill. They were stocks that had been laggards. The leaders became the laggards and the laggards became the leaders at least for a couple of days. That trade continues here this morning. So again, the airlines, incredible moves. Spirit Airlines, after going up, I don't know what it went up, like 30% yesterday, yep. 25%? Yep. It's up I another 16 it. in the pre-market. So you're talking about stocks <laughs> of 40% in two days. These are incredible moves here. Again, you put it in perspective and you're like, well, it's $14. It was 40 So that's just how beat, beat up these things were. But they are pricing now like this is the not going bankrupt trade. So, And maybe that's the case. Maybe these things are going to turn it around and not need serious dilution and not go bankrupt. I am not betting my money on that but i'll tell you the market is right now the market is piling money into all of these stocks that they hated just last week and and they're coming out and the money's coming out of stocks like amazon which had a bad day stocks like shopify which had you know had been on an incredible run valuation never made sense but it had been on an incredible run awful day for shopify shopify amazon are both red here today so what we saw you know mike yesterday just to address your tweet um, continues here this morning. I don't know if it's going to continue for the whole day, but we are seeing the trade significantly come off. Those places that money was hiding for the last month and a half, they're getting hurt. And then they're running into the stocks that hadn't run yet. People are looking for stocks that are cheap and hadn't run. Call it growth to value too. You're seeing a little bit of that as well. Uh, hotels? Did you mention hotels? Same thing. Hotels, restaurants, all the stuff that Den we've been Denny's? avoiding. Denny's is up. Carnival, Carnival's up huge this morning. Carnival, huge day yesterday. Packing on another 13% here this morning. Norwegian, another 12%. RCL, after having a huge day yesterday, up another 11% here today. Don't call it a comeback, but RCL, in the last one, two, three, four, five, six trading sessions, has almost doubled. It's went from $31 to 55 That's about up 85% in seven trading days. So now if you're coming in, now you're buying somebody else's profit. So now you are definitely chasing. It paid to chase here overnight. It paid to chase this. I think if you're in these trades, in my opinion, a lot of them are gifts because I think a lot of these companies are still in a lot of trouble. But right now, they're pricing like they're not. So you know, if you're in these stocks, I'd say don't get married to them. You're on the right side of the trade here this morning, but that's a big move in two days. Whenever I get 20% of stock in two days and it's not even a headline from the company... I ring the register. Uh, and what about uh, Hertz? Hertz up 40%. Look at Hertz. Hertz <laughs> is up 40% here even this morning. After losing 90% or something yesterday because of going bankrupt, uh, we decided, well, you know what? Maybe there'll be something left over for shareholders. Close at 55 cents. Is that 82 cents? So it's not really that great if you bought the stock a few days ago at three bucks. But that being said, if you bought it yesterday saying, well, I don't think it's going to zero, you're up 50% of your money. And Avis Budget, the sympathy play, wow. It's just going straight up. So Friday night on the Hertz bankruptcy news, they hit Avis budget down. I think I'm losing track of handles here, but I feel like they hit it down to like 16 bucks. They did $16 after night on Friday. Since then, it's been straight up, up to 1970. I guess, you know, they lost a major competitor there, but the thing is to consider that's actually not true because 
chapter 11 is not chapter 7. So Hertz is still going to be there. Hertz is still going to be competing. Hertz is going to restructure and come back and probably still have rental car operations. It might be a smaller version of Hertz, but it's still going to be there. So this budget on Avis budget is just saying, this, this rally on Avis budget is just basically saying that we think it's not going to pull a Hertz and we're going to put our money in it. And they might be right, but I'm not putting my money in it. Luck and coffee. Another one. Another one. It's not bankrupt. So the delisting trade, that's up here this morning too. They are buying anything that is just sitting near a 52-week low. Run your scanner. Find stocks that are you know within 10% of the lows. Those are the stocks they're buying this morning. LK is up 30% from $2.13 to $2.77. Again, it doesn't help the person that bought it at $30 last month, but it sure helps the person that bought it yesterday. Incredible. Incredible moves. All right, there, Mr. Israel. We got a minute to a guest. Do we want to actually cover a stock? Well, I'm just looking through more. I mean, the Jets ETF, Wyndham Resorts, which had a, a good week last week, is up again. To what's uh, the symbol on that one? W Y N D. That one keeps on going up. Uh, again, same story. Same story. Hotels, it's all, yeah, all the same story. But again, if you're coming and buying it now at thirty-five dollars, the stock was twenty bucks seven days ago. So now you're buying it, and it's up seventy-five percent, or you know, if I'm doing the math, yeah, seventy-five percent. In a trading session, so but you're hard point, to chase them now. But you, but your point still stands. Go go do a filter, do a scan, find stocks that that are in this being down sector sectors that haven't caught a bid, and look into those. You probably struggle to find them, but you could go. You know, yeah, run a scan. I'm, I'm and if you sure, find some in the chat, sure send them out here right now. We'll talk about them because that's what's yeah. hot. What's hot is what was not, and what's not hot is what was hot. And sports are back, too. Sports are back. NHL with, the, with a plan. Yeah. Call the NHL rally. They got a plan. Oilers got ripped off, I believe, on that. What happened? Well, here's how the NHL, so they're doing the top four teams in each conference get a bye through the first round. And then the next 16 teams going down the standings will play off to see who gets to be the last eight teams into the playoffs. The Oilers were actually fourth in the conference. So you would think, oh, they get the bye. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, not so fast because – they uh, went on points percentage, and Dallas had played two less games. They had, I believe, two less points, but they played two less games. So on a points percentage basis, they just had a fraction better than the Oilers, so they get the bye. The league hates the Oilers. Anyway, so the Oilers don't get the bye. they got to play the Blackhawks in the first round. And when that happens, they're talking maybe August. So it's going to be a while. They're saying training camp starts in July and then potentially start of the playoffs in August which would obviously push the playoffs into September, and then they're probably going to have to delay next season. So it's wow. all kind of a mess, but, you know, at least there's a plan. It's all conspiracy against the Oilers. Let's bring on our first oh, guest always. Here. Yeah, always. Ever always. since we got the McDavid draft, the league's hated that. Yeah, it's just a giant McDavid conspiracy. McDavid Connor? That's it. Uh, Christian, Christian Feinhorst is our first guest today. He is the founder and CEO of Tribeca Trade Group. Christian, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're hanging in there, Christian. Uh, have you observed this same reversal that we have the past couple of days? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, as you guys were talking about, the rotation that we're seeing is pretty crazy. And we saw this last week, too. It almost was like the, the same exact playbook. And I was listening to, you know, financial media yesterday. And it's funny that everybody seems to have a very short memory. But we had the same exact effects happened last Monday, where a lot of the names, I don't think it was as severe as you guys mentioned with, you know, the FANG stocks down and so forth. But the banks, if, if like, if you look at the KRE 
the regional bank ETF, it was up almost exactly the same percentage as it was Monday. And then it kind of, you know, basically was quiet for the rest of the week, gave back some of the gains. But uh, I do think what it's probably the most interesting thing that's going on right now. And it does seem like someone almost has like a little bit of a probability measure in terms of when they talk about a drug that's going to help with, with a possible vaccine or more opening of states, it seems like it's a, it is a button that somebody hits and says, okay, we'll rotate out of like the really strong growth names, biotech names into some of the un unloved places that you guys were just discussing. Does this trade continue, Christian? Because obviously we've seen the leaders like Amazon, you know, made a new all-time high three days ago. Money's coming out. It's actually trading red here this morning on a day that the Dow is, you know, looking up 400 points, which is incredible to think about. Money came out of Apple yesterday. Money came out of Shopify yesterday. Money came out of Take Two, you know, viciously after a great quarter. You know, the stock has been straight down really since then. Obviously, this is just rotation out of the stay-at-home stocks and into the stocks that were going out. Um, do you think this trade continues or is this just an opportunity to maybe buy some of these companies that, you know, I've, uh, these online shoppers like Shopify and Amazon have been really good stocks? I, I mean, that's a million dollar question. And, and that's what I was thinking about yesterday because it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been, okay, well, let's, uh, you know, let's think about these banks a minute. They're up like 1%. Maybe I can go, nope, they're up like 10%. Yeah. So you've really had to, it has not been easy to kind of get your arms around whether or not you want to, you want to chase. Well, I mean, whether or not you want to rotate into some of these names, if you're not positioned in them, because you can't just buy a name that's barely up on the day. You have to buy something that's up, you know, in between somewhere between five and 15%. So there's no, there's no rest for the, for the, for the weary here. If you, if you decide that you want to make one of those changes, you're really having to kind of chase. And I hate chasing. I know that's something that you talk about yeah. a lot. It's really difficult to chase names yeah, yesterday. And, and I paid sat, to chase yesterday. <laughs> what's that? It paid to chase yesterday though. It definitely did. And I, and I think it, it just goes back to, to, how unloved some of these names are, which, which you guys were, were hitting perfectly. So the, so the question for me is, do I want to really get out of some of these hotter areas, which I agree, I think they're, they're due for uh, some rest and a pullback because every time these growth names seem to do that, they rest for a few days and then people kind of go back into some of the, the quality names. But that's how I'm kind of thinking about more of the, the value names. What names do I want to own that I think are quality rather than just going to get, because I just, I can't chase one of these, these cruise lines that, you know, like uh, NCLH was up like 15% yesterday. I can't chase that, but something more like Honeywell, which I think is a quality name, and some of the industrials that I think just have really strong businesses that have been beaten down because of the environment, I'm more inclined to, to chase the names that are just more quality names that I think the business will be there versus I don't care. I don't think people are going back on cruises anytime soon, maybe in a year or two. 
What about some of the consumer cyclical stock, or not uh, the consumer staples? Sorry, I don't know why I said cyclical. The consumer staples like Procter and Gamble, which is actually sitting uh, near a one-month low here. And these were stocks that were very loved before. Obviously, not going away. These products, um, Coca-Cola is up here this morning, but you know it hasn't really participated that much. Some of the consumer staples. What is your thoughts here? Is this an opportunity? A lot of them have pulled back significantly. And it's it's not it's definitely it's not a bad thought because they're these you don't have to particularly chase right uh, right now and and that's the whole name of the game is as we're seeing these rotations I, I for whatever reason it doesn't seem like they've got the momentum right this second I think more of the discretionary names I mean if you look at the home builders as well so it's one of those things too where you have to kind of pick and say well I'm not sure that I want to chase. Yeah, I was looking at, um, and I can share my screen if you guys like. But yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, let's see. How do I, how do I get over here? Just grab that little green okay. Here we go. Button in the middle. And I've got. Uh, let's see. What screen do I want to share? Let's do screen number two. But I mean, this is tough, right? Like a Dr. Horton is up. You know, has gone up from. Oh, you know, incredible. It's so, so this like, uh, it's like, okay, I missed the boat on something like this, but um, you know, so right now I'm also looking at, so consumer discretionary is definitely interests me. And I, and I am looking at like a name like Nike, you know, cause we've seen names like, uh, you know, Lulu, which it didn't matter. You know, there are some names that it just doesn't matter what group they're in. You know, the yoga pants just continue to kind of yeah. rally no matter what. I mean, it's a full on breakout in this. So I'm kind of looking at a little bit more consumer discretionary, like Nike. Um, I do think Nike gets, you can see I've got a, I've got a line up here called the Virgin Point of Control that I think, so another five bucks, I think up in Nike is reasonable, but I'm starting to look at some names like um, in my chart studies last night, I was looking at the aerospace and defense. I, it's really tough for me to, to buy the airlines because I didn't like this group months ago. So, yeah. so how am I going to buy airlines now? <laughs> but something like the defense names, like a Raytheon, a Lockheed Martin. So I think this, this group doesn't, you know, for a, you know, kind of bottom of the group name that I think is a little bit better quality. I would rather stick with like the, the defense name. So this is the ITA uh, defense and aerospace ETF, which looks like it's, you know, as long as, long as I have a level to trade against, uh, then, I, then I'm okay because I know where to stop myself out. And I think 157 in um, the aerospace and defense ETF is something that I'm looking at this morning. Well, it looks like a potential breakout there on the chart um, this morning. Obviously, we're trading 164, but you know, you get a little pullback there. And uh, just a classic that 160 has been a level of resistance for the last two months, and now it's bumping its head up and trying to break out of there this morning. So, classic breakout trade here, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're on the line with Christian Fromherz, founder and CEO of the Trebekah Trade Group. Christian, so overall, I mean, you can shoot, this is good, right? There's rotation coming out of, you know, the stocks that has led us up a little bit more of a, a broad-based rally, or you kind of look at it as a, a turning point the other way that, uh, well, eventually the value, you know, these this is going to roll over and people are just going to go back to the tech stocks. So, how do you look at it from a longer term perspective? Yeah, and, and this is the thing that's tough for me because uh, I'm, I think we're, we're bumping into some resistance right around this 3022 and the, the S&P. So that's, that's the thing that, that concerns me is that sediment is running really hot. 
Uh, one of the one of the sediment models that I look at is the Citigroup market sediment model, where it has panic and euphoria, and it's been flashing euphoria for the last three weeks. So it really, to me, when, when I look at the, some of the sediment models, like the put call ratio as well, that's that's been running very high. It's tough. Like I usually like those indicators and those models to basically give tell me to kind of like pump the brakes in terms of adding risk. So these are, are running hot, but I think one of the best things that could happen is rather than the overall market sells off, we just kind of rotate around a little bit. I mean, that's, a ve- that's what's known as a, as a bull market. So, um, and a very good one too. I mean, you know, the, the small caps have been unloved as well. And hey, if these things want to go ahead and start rallying, uh, you know, I, th- I mean, and you could see they're up again this morning, but they've got some room to run a little bit. So I, I do think it makes sense to kind of, um, you know, not put all your eggs in one basket, but kind of play some of these things that if they're going to move this much and have this much momentum to them, then, hey, I, I want to be along for the ride a little bit. Uh, we're getting a question here about Boeing BA, uh, looming uh, layoffs. I mean, this one, I guess you could categorize this one is uh, not taken off yet. Long, long consolidation period here. Uh, what you take a look at Boeing for us, BA? Yeah, I, I think 152 is, is an area that I would be, and where <laughs> it's funny because you have to look at where these things are trading pre-market. We're up to 149 uh, because again, the pre-market moves are just are ginormous again for, for the second day in a row. Uh, but I see some resistance coming out 152. I mean, I guess the main question here is, you know, it's they're they're a complicated name because they're you've got two things going on. Not only do you have the COVID stuff going on, but but you've got the Dreamliner too. So it kind of makes this name, I think, adds another layer of of complicatedness. I'm making up my own words this morning. It's okay. But, but we do um, it all the time. I think Boeing is just kind of has been tough for me because you got two things going on. Uh, you got the you got the virus and you have that. So, but again, as long as you're defining your stops and your and your your price target, so I think 152 it could definitely run into. And then if we do get above 152, I would use that as your what was resistance will become support. And we've been on with Christian Fromhertz, founder and CEO of Tribeca Trade Group. Christian, always a pleasure. Uh, thanks for the insight and uh, stay safe out in New York. Thanks, guys. You too. All right. Uh, 827 here. I've just been kind of keeping an eye on uh, trying to find stocks in the in these in these cyclical sectors that haven't rallied. And I was going to say, oh, I remembered like an hour ago that Papa John's was not up this morning at all. They had a headline, but they weren't moving at all on the headline. So I, I just looked moving. at I looked at PZZA, and now it's moving. Now it's moving. So a very delayed reaction to the Papa John's headline. They had they had. Uh, Comps out this morning. I believe it was like their their April sales, or, yeah. uh, and no May sales. Excuse me, May sales. <laughs> they said uh, <laughs> this is a great spin. Uh, record record month over month comp growth uh, for Papa John's. Their uh, May sales were up thirty three percent in North America. Uh, on because a, April sucked. Because April sucked, <laughs> right? <laughs> they know how to spin it. Everybody knows how to spin everything. I mean, the pizza delivery, like Domino's so, Pizza, had good numbers too. Um, they announced last night um, they were looking at their uh, sales there for. I just grabbed the headline from the pro. 
but they had an update there last night and they right uh, but this papa john's headline this was out at 7 a.m and yeah. the stock didn't move until eight well the ceo did he come on because he was supposed to come on cnbc yeah, that's yeah. another thing yeah, that's no. another thing too the ceos come on cnbc and they just buy the stocks i mean i don't know if there's that many people on robin hood or whoever's buying it but it's like oh my god the ceo's on cnbc i gotta buy the stock I mean, it's stupid, but it works. <laughs> these CEOs come on CNBC and these stocks rally. It's unbelievable. So not always, but a lot of times you just see the CNBC pump. And it's like we've been talking about on the show. It moves stocks. 79.98 is where you got it to. So you're a buck 40 off that high. 79.64, I'd keep it. You know, 79.75 to 80, I'd look at that as uh Potential resistance, the recent high of the move, uh, 84.30. That was on May 18th. So looking good there. Uh, boy, that stock's over doubled, huh? People oh, I mean, they're everything. Through. It's just yeah. unbelievable. You want to know one that hasn't gone? Somebody just mentioned the TAP intern, TAP, T-A-P. Um, actually, a couple of people, I believe, mentioned that in the chat. Sorry if I missed your name. Um, Molson Coors, it has not moved. One thing to consider, it suspended the dividend. TAP got rid of the dividend last on Friday night. So the dividend is now zero. You normally think that's bad news. And I think that's probably why it didn't participate in yesterday's rally. Um, because people obviously, you know, nervous that they're suspending the dividend. They've got issues. You'd think logically that Molson Coors, a beer company, would actually still be doing okay. Because, you know, independent beer sales are supposed to be up, you know, at the beer stores and stuff and the liquor stores. But the bar. The bar is what's killing them, you know, because you don't have, you know, them coming in, the bar is coming in buying kegs of beer right now. So question, we're looking for a stock that hasn't run. It suspended the dividend, which is never a good thing. But in the case of Disney, Disney went up, you know, it's up over 20% since they suspended the dividend. I think TAP is a buy. Hasn't run. I mean, you, you could see the trade here. You, you could buy it here right now, lifting the offer at 37.60. And you stop yourself out at the low, give it the, the, give it the low of the whole thing, the March low, 3401. You're not that far from it. There's not a lot of stocks that are sitting 7 8% above their, their lows from March. So I don't mind this one. Uh, those... Stop yourself out below. You know, you're, you're definitely buying a weak stock. But if you're trying to find something that hasn't run yet, maybe. I'm just thinking that people are, and I'm looking at Constellation Brands here, people are going to be, you know, if you think about, you know, how much, you know, you drink a six-pack at home versus a six-pack at the bar, or if you drink a six-pack at home and then you drink six more beers at the bar, I mean, it's a lot more expensive. So I think people are, you know, going to be maybe not, you know, buying more. So that, that bodes well for that. Constellation Brands has made a, a nice a nice move uh, since they made the March low. It's so. not a wicked move. There's yeah. just not a lot of stocks that are sitting, you know, this is from intern. There's not a lot of stocks sitting that close to the lows. So if you really believe in this whole trash rally, the stocks that, you know, where laggards are becoming leaders and, you know, we want to find the next one. All right. So, I don't mind so, it. so here's one that is, it's not close to the lows, but it has not rallied this week. And that's Weight Watchers. <laughs> the bar is very low here. Uh, it hasn't rallied this week. Weight Watchers. Again, you've got a trade set up here. You can say, okay, well, you know, you're kind of a consolidation station here. I'd say below that 24.94 low from a couple of days ago. Maybe you stop yourself out. You get this thing at 25.80, 26 bucks this morning. Stopping yourself out for just over a buck. It's not bad with a look at the upside. I don't mind that setup, Spencer. And, and Spencer, we got to give you some props. That the Virgin Galactic trade was would have worked. Uh, oh, whoever you. did it yesterday would have worked very well. SPCE. Spencer was talking about it. The stock was trading around 16.30. 
it pulled back though. And we were saying, if it pulls back into the 15s, I don't mind the setup. Stopping yourself below the, the move. It went all the way down to $15 and 42 cents. Quick, quick. Yeah, but, but you had time. I mean, it's intraday. So it was down there, you know, for a good half an hour in the morning. And then they started to buy it in the afternoon. And again, you said the catalyst with that launch happening today, that this might get some media attention. And obviously, maybe it's not even their, their product, but it doesn't matter. Just space. People start thinking, oh, space. And, you know, the logic of that catalyst is working because it's up another 5%. So where you talked about it yesterday, you're up 5% in that trade from just yesterday, Spencer. So good call. Well, if, uh, I listen, if I had listened to myself, that would have been great. Well, I, I didn't listen to you either. So <laughs> I actually did day trade it. I did buy it actually, and then I sold it. So I saw bought and sold it really quick just as a small scalp. But I think I took 25 cents off it or something. But obviously, shouldn't learn to hold better. But it's a good call. Just fundamentally on the Weight Watchers, I just think overall, I mean, people are kind of, I don't know, I've shed a few pounds. I'm not eating out. I don't. You know, eating home, eating healthier. I mean, unless you're doing the opposite and you're just gorging on Cheetos and Fritos and stuff at home. <laughs> the, the Cheetos, the, you know, the, what do you call that comfort food when you're in this lockdown and I can't find anything to do? Let's eat a bag of Cheetos. It'll make me feel better. They get, at least then for a few minutes. And then your hands get all orange and everything. Uh, DraftKings continues oh, to defy gravity. Yeah. It, it goes up no matter what. So here was a, a, a trade that, you know, I guess it cooled off for two or three days, but then it just starts ripping higher again. This is a play on sports coming back, though. I mean, NBA's got a plan. You know, we talked about yesterday with Disney. We've got the NHL with a plan now. So, you know, we got the, you know, golf has started. NASCAR has started. Major League Baseball's you know, starting to come up with something here. Sports coming back. Every time you get a positive sports headline, good for DraftKings. Yeah, I did. Would I don't know what to tell you. I had a little bit of a revenge trade on this one at the beginning, but then I I just went with the flow. And um, I don't know what to tell you on this one. If you're long, if you have a target, you know, thirty five seventy is where we got to, right? In the pre market training, you bumped up there a couple times. So as usual, I'll just tell you, you want to look through. You know, you want to get through through for thirty five seventy. You want to get into thirty six handle. You keep on climbing. If you're if you're worried about protecting profits in this one, just keep it up. Make sure it just keeps making Raise new all time closing highs. Right, a trend too. Oh, take yeah. your Jeff Mackey. Give you a shout Man. out, Jeff Mackey. Purple crayon. Draw a line on that That's chart. That's a pretty steep one, though. That's it's a pretty steep. steep one. That's why you want to draw that line. Draw that line. You know, right now you're still safe as long as above 30 if you're in this longer term. Let's say you bought this at 20. You don't know where to sell it. I mean, you can sell it on the rips when it gets to the top, you know, and, and sometimes these things get silly. But if you just want to keep riding the trend, those trends can stay for a long time. If you've been riding that trend since April, you are happy here. So sometimes just take your Jeff Mackey purple crayon and draw a line. Jeff, just, if you're listening, we want to see DraftKings purple crayon from you. And just from uh, and this is like from a purely visual standpoint. This has nothing to do with uh, technicals. Since this thing, where did it catch fire? I, I know that uh, it was like April 24th or something, Spencer, when they converted. I think April 24th is when they started trading again, 1753, and then it went to 1935. Uh, it has not had three up days in a row. It's had a lot of two Draft days Kings? and one day. DraftKings? Nope. From the based on the close, nope. It has been not has not had. Wow. I'm looking. So yeah. So it's this is day three. A little factoid for a stock that's been straight up. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I'm just up two days in a row, and then the, it yeah. was down two days, up, you know, flat, 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 down, down. It just, it's, so I'm looking. If you want the, you know, if the three-day rule in this one, I keep an eye on now that 35.70 pre-market. Joel high. finds the trend within the trend, and the trend <laughs> is that there's t- never been three updates in a row. So that's why he's fading. That sounds like today. I'm not, I'm not, I'm fading into fading. the rally. I don't mind it. You know, no. you're fucking the things up it, from two days ago. Twenty-seven dollars, <laughs> thirty-five bucks this morning. So, and they've been moving from leaders to laggards. I'd actually be cautious on it. You yeah. got me talked right into almost a short, but I'm not going <laughs> to say I'm not going to call top on a stock making new all-time high. I would not be buying it up here, though. Not when the money's been coming out of the leaders. And this could be one of those, it's up on HL headline, and, well, no. All right. That's uh, Hot stock, though. Well, how about um, the shirts that uh, Dennis and Spencer wear? Their company reported this morning. What? Ralph Lauren? Yeah. I, I don't know I if do I not, have a Ralph Lauren I do not shirt, wear those but... shirts. Uh, <laughs> me and Spencer both right away. <laughs> That's too expensive for me, Joel. No, I wear these I, shirts like that they're given to me. You know, Break Trading gives me the shirt. Benzinga, they give me the shirt. I like free shirts. I get them out of a case of beer. Free shirt. I'm into well, free. Well, off the highs here uh, for RL, they're uh, adjusted EPS, 68 cent loss. I don't know if that's comparable to a one cent gain estimate. I doubt it. Sales 1.3 versus 1.29 billion. So if it is comparable, then their sales were okay, but their earnings were were terrible missed horribly um i don't know it just it, it's retail it's i'm not sure how to think about this it's run it's run to you're right up against resistance again though they're loving stuff uh, there and this is one on a pullback here probably gets bought so that's one thing to consider when you're in these types of markets and you get these significant pullbacks on stocks that have just turned into favor on a headline or on an earnings report they're usually buying opportunities so um uh, I think if you pull back, like let's say this thing, and I don't think it's going to, but if it pulls back this morning, I think you'll find buyers. So I'd be a buyer of a pullback on Ralph Lauren. Yeah, you went, yeah, 60 to. What have we done in the pre-market on this? Uh, it had a little pop and went red. Oh, it went red pretty good. I see some 78 prints. Yep, in the oh, lower so, so you already had the pullback. All right, we should have covered this. We should have covered this off the hop because <laughs> it's already had there. It already did what I thought it might do. It already did it apparently. So it's already had the pop. Off, yeah, the, the 77, depth. 78 area too. If you look at it, you had had the low in April, uh, 60 bucks, and you got up to 84. That's easy. 14, 77, 78. Uh, well, we already went there. You went down to. 78 uh 22 so right now 50 percent okay okay you already had the dip uh let's uh let's move on uh someone's asking you dennis about glue mobile do you consider still that in it? still in it still out home? of favor right now um you might get an opportunity on some of these gaming stocks a lot of the times you see is like a two-day move i used to call it where you get the two-day rotation now we had day one I think you probably see some follow-through weakness here in some of the gaming stocks. We're already seeing it in Amazon Shopify here this morning. So it wouldn't surprise me if some of the gaming stocks are, are weak. I still like these plays. I do think, you know, gaming is not going away. Um, but again, you're coming in now. Um, it, it, it's, it, the trend is not your friend right now. It's breaking trend. So, you know, TTWO, which I own as well, horrible candle yesterday. So you now you've got people caught. So if you're in these for trades, you probably want to be selling rallies. I put Glue Mobile in there because Michael Pactor liked it, to be honest. And I've made a lot of money off Michael Pactor gaming calls before. So Michael Pactor comes out. He was on our show, and this was one that he liked. 
he's obviously like the Activision Blizzard. He's the reason I bought an Activision Blizzard back at $52 because he thought it was a devil within two years. Well, we're about a year later because I t- obviously t- took some heat on that one, but I'm still sticking around. Again, these all these trades started to come off yesterday. So I'd be cautious just putting new money into these, but I'm in them and they're a portion of my longer term portfolio. So I'm going to stick with them. But, I, I, but I'd be cautious on these ones right now if I was trading them. Right, uh, Talking come, against my book again. Who the hell does that? <laughs> five minutes, five five minutes, minutes before go we're going to grab our next guest in a couple of minutes here. Uh, what about, oh, here's one I haven't looked at for a while. TSCO, Tractor Supply Company, apparently, yeah, they did. They raised their guidance uh, yesterday after wow. the close. They, they gave new Q2 EPS guidance. Uh, mid $2 range is what they said. Sales up 24 to 29% on a year-over-year basis. Didn't see that headline. New all-time highs. I'm not buying any stocks at all-time highs right now. Um, This is just the market. This market turned into buy the dip more than buying the rips. So I'm not chasing anything. If I don't, I didn't even look at the numbers. If they're good, well, you're not. Cha- you wouldn't be chasing it now. It's well off the highs. Oh, it's already came off the highs. Well, it's still. You're still up three bucks. It's still at a new all-time high. Where did it get to last night? One twenty-two fifty. Come on. All right. Again, lessons for newer traders here. Don't chase these earnings reports. Don't buy stocks up 10, 20 bucks on an earnings report because this is especially not the market to be chasing. And we've been talking about this for months. The dip buying has been the opportunity when they're pulling back, that's when you're buying. Yesterday, yes, it would have paid you to chase some of the garbage or some of the stocks been out of favor. But I mean, they're so out of favor. I mean, really, when you look at it, Spirit, you know, yeah, it went from 10 to 12, it was $40. So, you know, you're really, you know, definition, if you're looking at a longer term chart, where you're really chasing yesterday, you were chasing a one day move, but it's not surprising that it could get some follow through here. When you look at, you know, some of these other stocks that are making new highs, I don't want to buy the stocks making new all time highs. I'm not shorting stocks making new all time highs. because I never do that. It's like a rule for me, but I'm not chasing performance here right now, because I think if you're doing that, I think you can get hurt. All right, let's, uh, let's cover Let's cover Planet Fitness here, uh, talking about stocks that uh, were beaten down and coming back, trading up another 265 here at 65.88. That's been it's been a nice recovery here for the stock. Uh, next, I mean, you're off the highs for the session, trading up another 285. This has got a lot of its losses back. Maybe too maybe much. Hold a, yeah, got maybe. too many of too much of the losses back. You're talking about a stock even in the last like seven days, Joel, 45 to 65. Does it have room? Sure. But is Planet Fitness going right back to where it was when this thing started? Maybe some stocks have gone, but think about how difficult, think about how different a gym's going to be for a while. And think about, you know, the love that people, you know, even had for Peloton. They realized like, oh, I like this working out from home. Those are potential members. Every person that buys a Peloton is probably not buying a Planet Fitness membership. So maybe they're going to buy both. There's going to be some people that do both, but then the real fitness geeks. But for the most part, every time you see a, plant, a, a Peloton get purchased, it's one less gym membership. And there's a lot of people that like this working from home, just like, you know, ordering online and, you know, doing conferencing, video conferencing from home. People have tried this stuff out for the first time and they like it. I think there's people who try these Pelotons and they, and they like it. You love it, Joel. Are you going to back? I know you got your pool, but you know, so you're going to go, you know, to your gym for, for the pool. Yeah. But would you go get a Planet Fitness membership and a Peloton? Would you do it, Spencer? Would you do both? 
I don't would do I do both? But... No. Uh, I, mean, it's, 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 I don't do either. But <laughs> well, I would. I mean, I wouldn't go. I I wouldn't go to Planet Fitness anyway. I, their 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 reputation is not great among I, gyms. I just I, think... I, I would find a different gym. I, I think it's tough to be a buyer of Planet Fitness now at $65. You know, there was a play even a week and a half ago when we had the dip maybe down in the 40s and 50s where, okay, there's some maybe some value here. But the gyms are going to be, at least for the short term, there's still going to be a lot of people turned off from getting a new membership. So where's the growth coming from? You're competing against the Pelotons. Um, if the stock was down in the gutter, I'd say, yeah, but now you're buying it back to where it was in March for when this thing started. So yeah, I was over 80. I don't think it's going back to all-time highs. So I'm not a fan. There's better better places for my money. Yeah, and uh, my I wouldn't ever buy Planet Fitness because um, they banned my mother-in-law from going there. What? Yeah, she. Uh, what did she, she do? She went in there and did... she opened up the door, and all like the all the glass in the door fell out, what? and she got cut, and um, you know, so she she. You know, she, uh, I think she sued him. Oh, that'll that'll get you banned. Yeah, so, uh, but I don't it's know. It's pretty tough, man. though. You open the door and the glass falls Yeah, up. the glass That's, falls yeah. out. That That's happened to my tough. sister once at McDonald's, too. I remember that. That was a long time ago. But, you, uh, you? you know, I just don't know about these in the gyms and everything. And I, I don't know. I also, I don't know. I don't. If Jeff's listening, I don't know. I hope he's not listening, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go back there. Um, been working out at home with the Peloton, the roller wheel. Not doing enough swimming, but let's just take a look at Peloton. Or do you want to bring up our next guest? Now? Yeah, well, do Peloton real fast, and, and then yeah, we'll do Peloton. Peloton's in a it's in a scary area here. Um, gap fills, so I'm not yeah. I'm not not rushing out of it, but I like to see it come down to. For me, a little bit more reasonable. See if it comes down to fill that gap uh, from the earnings day, and then you know take it from there. Hopefully, get a little bit of a consolidation. I uh, thirty nine twenty six is to fill the gap. So it's had a big move, a breather. I like to see it pull back thirty six thirty seven, consolidate uh, for a few days, and then make another another run higher. Again, this is the same story as Shopify, the same story as Take-Two. This is the stay-at-home play. The money's coming out of those stocks right now. It doesn't, I'm not, I don't think it's going to continue to come out of those stocks, though. So just keep an eye. There's going to be some buying opportunities in a stock like Peloton. There's going to be some buying opportunities in a stock like Take-Two. There's going to be some buying opportunities even in a stock like Shopify or Amazon. So stay tuned. These things can turn in a hurry. Um, you get down to the 35 area. I don't know if you're going to go that low there. I'd be a buyer of Peloton. Yep. So I think there's room to fall here still. Let's, let, let's keep an eye on it. All right. Getting, so I just want to say one thing. We're getting yeah. really popular here. We got we got 1,100 people watching today hey, right now. Nice. Concurrence. Concurrence. It took out that resistance. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to reload here at like 1150. All right, so a couple weeks ago, we asked uh, if you want to come on our show, email us, and one of this is one of the people who did, Justin Patterson. Welcome nice. to Pre-Market Prep. Hey, guys. Wow, this is surreal for me. What an honor. <laughs> I, listen, I listen every day. It's been going on years now, so I really appreciate you bringing me on. Uh, and, yeah, I just heard the, the uh, listener count, so – I, I guess my, uh, my my tweeting and my Facebooking uh, worked nice. Last. <laughs> this is the person that advertises for us, Justin. Thank you so much. We don't get <laughs> a lot welcome. of advertising. Yeah, we got it's all we got, Benzing, <laughs> we got the Benzinga website and and the YouTube uh, on the other screen there. So 
getting those concurrents up. We, we like it. So, uh, Justin, tell us about your your background and your trading and, and sort of how you how you use the show and how you trade and your invest in general. Okay, so I'm from uh, Oakville, Ontario, Canada. Uh, I'm Canadian. Now... Yeah, nice. that's right. Yeah. I live in Mississauga, Ontario, and I went to school at uh, McMaster University, which is in Hamilton, uh, for economics, and I got my CPA. So, uh, Dennis, you, you know this pretty well, the uh, Canadian uh, RSP mutual funds, uh, they're pretty heavily weighted with, uh, you know, RBC, Sunoco, um, you know, Rogers. Banks and oil. Phil, Joel doesn't like Rogers. <laughs> so, uh, so probably around 2013, uh, got into individual stocks. Um, didn't really know too much what I was doing um, and kind of went from there. Uh, went through the whole oil crash, uh, 2015, 2016, uh, rebuying the Canadian oil companies as they were bouncing. Uh, and then also at that same time was the pot stock craze. So, uh, you know, played in and out of the pot stocks as well, made some money, lost some money. And uh, at this point, I've kind of taken the, the recent market volatility to just uh, maybe take a little step back from the individual stocks. And I've kind of just been buying um, S&P ETF in Canada, the XUH, I think it is. It's uh, a hedged ETF that uh, it's hedged the Canadian dollar. So as the spy uh, increases and then also hopefully the Canadian dollar and U.S. dollar will come back more into alignment to uh, try to get some growth out of there. So, yeah, listening to the show, uh, definitely definitely heard you guys banging the table on that 50% retracement. So, took took that tip and, uh, and, and kind of entered in there. Uh, now, at this point, I still have some more cash on the sideline. So, uh, as we've now broken even a little bit higher into that range, uh, looking to maybe add a little bit more, but... Uh, I always have Dennis in the back of my ear saying, "Buy the dip, sell the rip, don't <laughs> buy the rip." So I'm kind of, I'm kind of a bit leery of, of going in here. But uh, yeah, guys, I listen every day. I'm, I'm How do you listen to the show? I mean, are you always able to get to your desk from eight to nine and listen to it, or do you catch us on YouTube, SoundCloud? Uh, so uh, yeah, so usually I'm listening uh, on YouTube in the back just on my phone or on, on the computer. I might not always be 100% uh, live. Um, if I was going to the office, it might be a little bit later than 8.30, but 8.45, 9 o'clock, I'm, I'm putting it on. So maybe I'm about 30 minutes delay from, uh, from the live stream. And uh, do you have any particular guests that when we have them on the show that they catch your? Don't ask him for the ones he hates. Just the ones he likes. <laughs> just the ones he likes. I yeah. hate that. I don't. Don't hate any. <laughs> don't. Hate I hate any that guys. Christian Frommer's guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Christian, we uh, love you. <laughs> number one uh, is um, the options. Uh, the options trader. Nick. Um, yeah, Nick Sheehan. Yeah. Uh, and then also Jeremy Newsom and uh, Mark Shaken. He's he's very very measured. Very, you know. I know he makes big positions, big trades, but he's not too emotional with his with his uh, approach to the market. So that's kind of that's kind of cool to see. And then yeah, from Nick, um, you know, as an individual investor, you don't really see too much um, kind of public out there about what's happening with with options or even how to how to trade options. Like that's one of the number one questions I get from people is, oh, 
you know, what should I do with options? And I kind of just refer them to the show or refer them to Nick and, you know, don't buy options. Don't buy options. You got to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> what I, so you have different portfolios. You kind of have your long-term portfolio, then maybe a swing portfolio and then uh, a shorter term day trading one, or you just try and, keep focused on your just a one longer term portfolio yeah so it's mostly mostly long term like i said the uh, rsp funds um and then my individual stock portfolio i i have made swing trades i wouldn't i would never i wouldn't ever say i did day trades but yeah more swing trades a couple days a couple week kind of kind of uh time frame like for example i've been in and out of bank of america or uh, from Dennis again, Virtue Financial done a couple of trades in there. So waiting again to get back in there. I heard that twenty dollar level from. I like it. Waiting in yeah. on there. <laughs> Have you ever gotten smoked on anything that we've talked oh, about? Oh yes. yes. <laughs> 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 there's been a few bad ones. <laughs> He's yeah, all over there's that. Been, there's been some bad ones because uh, uh, the Canadian oil, um, you know, it it had that big bounce, but then there was just this one this one period where they came in Joel and they flushed it down the toilet. And that was, again. <laughs> so, uh, they did, uh, that I've been a part of that. And also the pot stocks, right. They had their, they had their party and then the party was over. So same kind of thing. So yeah, overall, probably, probably kind of a flat, uh, on a trading basis. But since I've been investing since 2007, 2008, I'm, I'm up on, uh, on an investment basis. So. It's interesting because we always talk, you know, there's people on the show, who, people who listen who are traders and people who listen who are investors. And uh, we, we try to sort of hit both as best we can because we know we have different types of, 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 of listeners. And so it's good to hear from one of the longer term uh, listeners, people who have a longer uh, time horizon and, and perspective because you're not as, maybe not as caught up in the, in the day-to-day movements as we are. So it's good yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like most people that kind of ask me, you know, how to get into trading or I want to, I don't think too many people really want to do day trading or they just don't even know how to get started. But people are always looking just for an idea, um, something to buy, that kind of thing and, and on a longer term basis. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you guys do the daily, but you know, Dennis has his long-term portfolio. You guys are always talking about the levels. So um, you can pick up tips from there. Absolutely. Uh, Justin, are you active in any of our chats or, or no? Uh, no, I don't really uh, participate in the chat. Uh, I just view on YouTube. I, I kind of see the chat window on the side, but if I'm after the fact, uh, sometimes it's just showing the replay of the chat. So it's not live anyways. Got it. Yeah, what about, want- uh, what about our three forty show? You've been, uh, you've been tuning into that at all? The one that we yeah, banned. I listen to I listen to that as well. So yeah, around that time, uh, since we're we're working from home, uh, I head downstairs and uh, do a little bit of a workout and just have that that in the background as well. Are you working out on your Peloton? <laughs> no <laughs> Peloton. Yeah, um, my girlfriend and I we kind of talked about you know we got to build a home gym, but once the whole uh, quarantine happened, all the uh, home gym equipment got snapped up. So. Uh, we just have a pull-up bar and, and you can just do some free weight stuff downstairs, but nothing big. <laughs> do you have a, a favorite pre-market prep moment? Like when, like when you started listening where, you know, something that we try, you know, obviously we try and talk about trading ideas and we also try and, you know, throw a little humor, you know, people's way. I know people like the floor traders that come on. Do you have one, 
one PMP moment that you would like to share with us? Yeah, I wouldn't be able to say anything specific. That was pretty cool what happened last week with uh, Jason. The, uh, that, was, that was unbelievable. That was very, very, um, yep. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. But um, more, um, more than just a single moment, it's just the quotes that you pull out of this show. Like whenever, whenever like a stock of interest comes on or, or you guys have a good laugh, I'm always kind of remembering like what the quotes were you guys are saying. Like, oh, they goosed it. They flush it. <laughs> That's Joel. <laughs> Take a look at this chart. It's a sleepy chart. It's rare. <laughs> you know, and then as an individual investor from Dennis, you also just have to have to always keep in mind, okay, where's, where's the support? Where's the resistance? <laughs> what is the trend? You got to have an out. You can make any trade you want. <laughs> he can do this so, show. I can take tomorrow <laughs> off. Justin so, has yeah, this. You gotta, so yeah, I always remember the, the good quotes. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> also, this. I think Dennis, Dennis last week, uh, you were like, oh, let's bring Jason on. We're going to give away a couple free uh, trials to Benzindigo Pro. He loves when I give away the free trial. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah. the product he's t- is trying to sell, I keep giving it away. <laughs> he loves that. <laughs> Justin, uh, I want to thank you for uh, coming on with us. Uh, you were one of the few people who responded uh, when we asked if anyone wants to come on. You, you reached out, and and it, it worked out. So, Justin Patterson, a longtime listener, first-time caller, thanks a lot for uh, hanging out with us today. Hey, Justin, if you want another half hour of me, you can join me on uh, Hot Mike at 9 o'clock. Yeah, let's let's just head right over there. Okay. All right. I'll see you over there in a few minutes. Have a good one, Justin. Appreciate it. We're getting deep here. We got to sell off. Bring Jason on and we'll open up an office in Toronto. There we go. Oh, okay. Don't don't give him any ideas, all right? All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> all right. Have a good one. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. All right. Uh, we're great. falling out of bed here. This is an absolute yeah. crash yeah. in the market. What, <laughs> absolute crash. I'm going to tell you what we've been talking about all morning. The, the NASDAQ's going right here. We're, we're right. Yeah. Amazon is now down 14 bucks. We've been talking about the rotation. Shopify's down 13. They are slamming the stocks that they were hiding in before. So this pain trade... For the in the stay-at-home stocks, people are hiding there. I'm hiding in a few of them as well. Um, is continuing here this morning significantly, and stocks going the exact opposite direction. The banks they are still ripping them higher, so the banks are not participating in the sell-off whatsoever. Bank America up now 4.28 percent. J.P. Morgan up 4.2 percent. Citigroup up 4.8 percent. Yeah, they've come off the highs a little bit, but these are still having big moves here. This is rotation station, wicked, wicked rotation from the leaders to the laggards the last couple of days. And that continues big time here this morning. What about, so what should I do here, uh, Dennis? Because when we were talking and we noticed like the Amazon and the Microsoft, those things rolling over, um, I did a little, I did some cues, I did some puts and I got a lean on it. And then I went the old Nick Shaheen and I, I sold the lower strike. So I'm totally protected here. You think? I mean, is this is this can rotation? I mean, I hate to see the spoos go up and then these things go down. You know, it's hard for me. So I lift uh, the short put hedge and just let uh, just I, let those I, I would not want to be long this market. So it held up yesterday okay. because the laggards were so strong. So we need those leaders to come back in a hurry, and that's what'll hold the market up. If we continue to lose these leaders, you could start to see money just rotating out because it will. But it's a tough market. I'm still a buyer dip. Sell the rips, buy the dips. It's working. You know, Justin just said it. Selling the dips, selling the rips and buying the dips has continued to work in this market. If you were selling yesterday's rip, all right off the hop, 
you were rewarded because you know what? We opened near the highs yesterday and went down all day. So we have these gap up overnights and then we're weak during the session. We're seeing the same thing again, huge gap up overnight. Now we're starting to show some weakness here. But you, know, you look at here and you're starting to lose some leaders. This money isn't just flying into the market, it's rotating around. So, and yes, there's a lot of cash on the sideline. That's why the dips are still to be bought. Buy the dips, sell the rips. The last two days we've had rips. Those are to be sold. So I'm not looking at, oh, what can I buy here today? I'd be more looking at what can I sell. And uh, that's what the market's doing here this morning. Again, though, now you look at stocks, you know, that have been hated, like the take two, 129 bucks here, pretty good quarter. It gets down to 125, 120. Well, all of a sudden it's given back its entire like hiding rally there. Uh, a stock that I own, I'll add a take two if it gets down in the 125, 120 area. So, um, you know, EA Sports, again, these things have reversed. You know, I own a few of these stocks, like I've been talking about the gaming stocks, but at a certain point, if they start to come off, even Peloton, um, at, yeah, valuation doesn't make sense on Shopify and Peloton, but these are stocks that will probably get hot again. I don't think the story is over. I think the story has cooled off. So you look at this opportunity, you might get a shot here. These things could get ugly here this morning. Even a stock like Amazon, every time Amazon pulls back a couple hundred points, seems like it's a buying opportunity. So we're about 120 points off the high we made three days ago on Amazon. So can it pull back another 100 points from here? I don't know if it's going to do that, but if it did, I'd probably be a buyer. All right, Fauci's also uh, about to be interviewed or he's being interviewed on CNN. So we'll see if the market reacts to what he says. But thanks to our guest today, Justin Anderson and uh, 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 Christian Fraunhertz. Uh, I'm sorry, I totally butchered your name, Justin. I apologize. I, Justin Patterson. I don't know why I called you Anderson. Justin Patterson and Christian Fraunhertz. Uh, thanks to everyone who joined us in our chats. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Everyone have a great rest of your Wednesday. Joel and I will be back with you at 3.40. Until then, stay safe. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.